This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character-by-character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. Hey, what's up, Cool Breeze? It's me, your dude, I see robots, and we're back with another super exciting, super fun episode of the Audio Handbook of the Marvel Universe. That's the one where we take a really close-up look at a character from Marvel Comics through the lens of the seminal comic series, the Handbook of the Marvel Universe. This week, we're going to take a look at a cool character named Kate Bishop, a.k.a. Hawkeye, so let's light that incense, let's bang that gong, and let's get ready to go with the show. Alright guys, we're ready to go. The next uh, show on Disney Plus's slate of Marvel-based programming is a show by the name of Hawkeye. As I understand it, I don't know, I'm not I'm not a Hollywood insider by any means, but as I understand it, the show is going to focus on what we would call Hawkeye 2. The character who is Hawkeye now presently, a character that goes by the name of Kate Bishop from the Young Avengers. It's also, of course, obviously going to feature Jeremy Renner, a.k.a. Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye. So I think we're going to see some kind of a passing of the torch type situation. But again, I don't know anything about any of this. I do know that they are kind of starting to move into a second wave of Marvel actors as headliners. And in the comics right now, Kate Bishop, a.k.a. Hawkeye, is a headliner, so I don't know. I think they're going to go in that direction, but I can't I can't say for certain because I haven't seen the show. So we're going to take a little bit of a look into this character. We're going to see what she's about, where she came from, how tall she is, what color her hair is, what kind of weapons she has. Does she have a car? I don't know. We'll find out, but let's start in a little bit of uh, segment we call... Uh, Personal details, I think that's what it's called. That's where we're talking about like height and weight and stuff. Personal details, height, weight, and that sort of thing. Let's uh let's dig in. Her name is Catherine Elizabeth Kate Bishop. Her current alias is Hawkeye. In the past, she's had a few different aliases. She's gone by Bishop, Hawk S, All New Hawkeye, Nitrous, Lady Hawkeye, Katie. Hawkett, Hawkingbird, Lady Bro, Lady Hawkman, the Female Archer, the Task Mistress, and Weapon Woman. She currently has an affiliation with Hawkeye Investigations. She used to be in the West Coast Avengers, as well as the Young Avengers. Her relatives are her father, Derek, mom, Eleanor. She has a stepmother named Heather. Susan is her uh, sissy's name, and she has a pet named Lucky. She's currently single, which is nice. Her gender is female. Her height, that is 5 foot 5 or 1.65 meters. Her weight, 120 pounds, eyes of blue, hair of black. She is a human being. Her current status is alive. She is in the Earth 616 universe. That's the mainstream normal Marvel universe with all the characters we know and love. She was born in New York City and she was created 
by Alan Heinberg. Her uh, first appearance is Young Avengers number one. That was February of 2005. And that's as Kate Bishop as her normal Katie Bishop. But then in June 2006, Young Avengers number 12 featured her first appearance as Hawkeye. Her first official, like, superhero appearance. Alrighty, what else do we have here? Her identity is public. People know that Hawkeye and Kate Bishop are in fact the same person. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty brave, dude. Her citizenship is that of an American. She works as a private eye, a student. She's been an adventurer as well as a fugitive. Her education is that she is enrolled presently at Hawthorne Academy Prep School. That sounds pretty swanky, dude. Her base of operations is in... Venice Beach, Los Angeles, California, and she is a present resident of the West Coast Avengers headquarters. That sounds, that sounds pretty nice, dude. That sounds like a pretty cool place to live, but uh, let's take a look. Located on Venice Boulevard in the Venice neighborhood of Los Angeles, California, this structure has acted both as an office for Hawkeye Investigations as well as the personal residence of Kate Bishop. The office was located near Ramon's Surf Shop as well as Moe's Pizza. Eat at Moe's. For the most authentic Italian dishes such as lasagna, muffalata, spaghetti and meatballs, and sausage rolls. Eat at Moe's. That would be pretty tight having Moe's Pizza right next door to your office, man. I would put on 150 pounds in pizza weight. But uh, let's take a... Let's dip back into the office and find out um what else we can find out. Let's see here. Uh, it was later renovated to serve as a new headquarters for the recently reformed West Coast Avengers. Let's take a look. Let's see who's lived there over the years. This is very informative stuff. Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye. Kate Bishop, a.k.a. Hawkeye. America Chavez, a.k.a. America Chavez. Gwynpool, a.k.a. Gwynpool. Quentin Quire, a.k.a. Kid Omega and Johnny Watts, a.k.a. Fuse. No relations to Eric Watts or Bill Watts. Shout out to all my old school wrestling fandom out there. This this place does not look that great. I wonder if the renovations were uh, were major. The address is officially 22 and 1 half North Venice Boulevard. The office has a picture of Spider-Ham on the side. A graffitiist put some Spider-Ham there. That's all good stuff, man. But let's, let's jump forward a little bit and find out. I wonder if she was ever, like, out there hanging and clanging on Venice Beach. If I lived on Venice Beach and I got the nerve, I would have to go down to that gold gym, sign up, hang and clang out there on that beach in the surf just for once i can say i lived a life similar to hulk hogan but uh let's let's jump forward and take a look at her bio that's what we're going to figure out like how'd she get her powers what can she do what kind of things have happened to her you know things of things of that nature character bio like how did they get their powers and stuff like that kate bishop grew up the youngest daughter of a rich manhattanite family Although her father Derek was an emotionally distant publishing magnate, Kate admired him and tried to gain his attention and approval during her summer breaks at boarding school. Her mother Eleanor was estranged from her father and frequently absent on vacations until she died on a trip in Boulder, Colorado. Kate was still very young. Kate has an older sister named Susan. They have a somewhat friendly and tense relationship. This is this is how a lot of superheroes grow up, you know. They have like family issues. They have like emotionally distant parents or their parents pass away and then there has to be like there has to be like a sibling of some sort because you can build toward that like in the future she has some kind of beef with them and this person comes back as a character it's like it's like basic storytelling dude here we go let's continue from an early age kate was frequently lonely and became determined to rely only upon herself 
she developed a very independent, blunt, and stubborn personality. There is like, there's kind of like more of that, uh, vigilante attitude, dude. You gotta like a loner. She grows up rich, which is very much what you see in a lot of these characters as well, because you gotta, gotta have that scratch from somewhere to pay for these things, you know? And I think that's more, I think that's more like a storytelling device than anything, because there has to be some way to explain how, like, Batman has a plane. There has to be some way to explain how, uh, a character can afford to do all these things, so you gotta make him rich from the start, unless, unless you go, like, the, uh, Rorschach route in The Watchmen. Let's... Let's see what else we have here. When she was still very little, Kate secretly witnessed her father beating up another person late at night in his study. She quickly became disillusioned with her father and decided to further investigate his activities. She followed him to meet up with El Matador and accidentally got herself briefly caught by him and was held for ransom. The uh, Matador is a cool character. His name is uh, Manuel Eleganto. He uh, he has like the whole like Matador uh, regalia. He first appeared in Daredevil number five way back in 1960. So the dude has like, he has a long history as a, a Marvel dude, and it's cool to see him pop up in something like, uh, like the story of this. He'd already been around in the comic game, being a mercenary or whatever, for like 20 plus years before he appears in the life of Kate Bishop. One of the, uh, one of the things that's kind of cool about El Matador is, that, like, Homeboy is literally just, like, a matador. I think his gimmick is, like, he's a matador and he gets injured by a bull. Like, the, like, the horn goes right through his stomach, but he somehow survives. But he, he becomes disillusioned with the world of bullfighting, so he turns to crime. But he's, like, he's out there, like, with his cape and, like, a whip and, like, a matador outfit with, like, a little domino mask, like, somehow robbing banks and going toe-to-toe with Daredevil. I don't know. It's still, still early in the comic game where, like, powers, while all over the place, aren't, like, to the point where you got, like, dudes with the strength of a thousand exploding suns. Shout out, shout out to the sentry. Let's see what else we can learn here about, uh, good old Katie Bishop, our, our main, uh, topic of the day. El Matador held her to ransom, but Kate managed to attempt an escape. When one of Matador's men was about to catch her, an arrow flew past him, distracting him and saving Kate. The Avengers had arrived to the scene. Turns out Hawkeye had been keeping an eye on El Matador for a while, so when he saw him, like, kidnapping a child, dude had to, dude had to jump in there, shoot a couple arrows at him, and this, this made a huge impression on our gal Kate. It made a huge impression on the life of young Kate, as it would, as it would. Imagine, like, the trauma of being, like, kidnapped by a dude in a Matador suit, but then... This dude in a purple suit, cool purple outfit with like bandoliers of arrows, bust a shot, saves your life, dude. That's gonna, that's gonna really have an effect on a young man. That's gonna have an effect on me. If that happened to me, I would, I would definitely be into it. The ordeal motivated her to learn several forms of combat fighting and self-defense. She quickly became proficient in swordplay, archery, and the martial arts. She also met with a therapist to work through some of her issues. That's all good, dude. All good health, health and healing. You know, she's like learning how to use a sword. She's learning how to use a bow. She's learning how to do some uh, martial arts. So what are martial arts that entails? I would think probably some like Muay Thai kickboxing, some jiu-jitsu, some uh, judo maybe for like throws and stuff. I I would imagine some just like straight up American boxing, some like left, right hook to go with the, uh, go with the feet and stuff. You'd want to You'd want to spend a lot of time doing this, dude. It's not going to be all swords and bows. A lot of times you're going to be getting up close with somebody like the Taskmaster and you're going to be throwing hands and it's going to be, it's going to be ugly. The next, the next segment is when she enters the Young Avengers. Kate first encountered the Young Avengers when they attempted to save her and 200 other guests at her sister's wedding. Unfortunately, the Young Avengers were only successful in starting a fire and becoming hostages themselves. 
It was Kate that saved them using one of the Patriots' throwing stars. The young Avengers were able, however, to escape the scene before the police arrived. So these guys are just like, they're straight up scofflaws, dude. They showed up, they messed things up, they started a fire, and uh, only through the help of uh, one of the guests did they escape. This goes this goes toward the uh, Tony Stark side of the Civil War as far as like superhero registry and stuff. I think I think the Patriot is the dude who is the grandson of Isaiah, the uh, the black Captain America. If I remember correctly, like some of the super soldiers are on pass from his grandfather into him and he used it to fight the good fight as the Patriot. But I might I might be wrong. I don't have the biggest history with the Young Avengers. That was kind of that was kind of after my game, my comic time, my comic peak, as it were. But I, I think they're cool, man. After the attack, Kate was approached by Cassie Lang, daughter of the Avengers Ant-Man. Together, the two girls tracked down the young Avengers to the ruins of Avengers Mansion, where the girls confronted them and they invited themselves on as member. Cassie Lang, I think, has been in the Ant-Man movie, the first of the Ant-Man movies. The second's going to be coming out sometime. I think that's, I think that's Scott Lang's daughter, and she's in that as part of like this uh, group of characters that people hope will someday form the Young Avengers on the uh, Disney Plus screen. You got like, you got like uh, Wanda's kids in um WandaVision and then you got like Cassie Lang and then you got Isaiah's grandson in uh the Falcon and the uh, Winter Soldier so these things could definitely be coming all together especially with the way we're going with Kate Bishop but they follow them to the ruins of Avengers Mansion this is after the uh after the fall of the Avengers where I believe Hawkeye had passed away and there was like a scroll invasion but it all turned out to be in Wanda's mind or something Something like that. This is before Bendis's run, but they were they were hanging and banging over at Avengers Mansion, dude. Kind of simping, if you want to be honest. I think like hanging out in some bombed out old uh, ruins, like wishing you could be better heroes. That's not that's not the way to do it. And I guess you might uh you might need two um two peppy gals like Cassie Lang and a uh, Katie Bishop to lead you to a. Uh, <laughs> to a new mindset. So, at this point, they had kind of like a basic lineup set for the Young Avengers, and they were just like hanging and banging and doing their thing, doing superhero stuff, when all of a sudden, like, Captain America steps to him, and he's just like, you know, I, I need you guys to stand down. You're not Avengers approved, you're gonna get hurt. You know, you know that kind of thing that dudes were always telling younger dudes to do, you know, lay back and chill, wait for your time, you know, that, that's, that story, and Katie Bishop stepped to him, and she told him, you know, we're gonna do what we want, man, we're individuals, we have freedoms, we're gonna go out here, and we're gonna do our own thing, so they, they left any kind of affiliation with the Avengers behind, and they moved on and found their own headquarters, um, Kate Bishop was important in finding the headquarters. She used an old family building. It's a Bishop Publishing warehouse. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It looks pretty cool. It looks pretty big. And it has like a fence around the outside and everything. It's a very, very good hideout for this outfit. It's on Earth, North America, New York City, and Manhattan. So this is like, this is a good piece of uh, real estate, dude. They're right in the middle of everything. It seems like the Marvel Universe revolves around Manhattan. And they are in it to win it up there all on. They're lonesome doing it their own way. We're doing it our way. Eventually, though, you know, you got to step out from under the uh, under the shadow of um, what's his name, Captain America. How could I forget the name of Captain America? I apologize. Eventually, though, he did come around and he went as far as presenting her personally. Well, not personally. He actually factually sent Jessica Jones to Kate Bishop with Hawkeye's original bow. 
Hawkeye's original quiver, his arrows, and all that stuff, and he said, you know, nobody stood up to me like that since Clint Barton himself, aka Hawkeye, and you, you really remind me of him, and I, I want to give you this stuff. It's another, another impulsive Captain America decision. This dude is known for having, like, very rash, very impulsive decisions, but that's, that's what makes him Captain America. That's something we all love about the dude. Dude does what he thinks is right in the moment, so he gave her, he gave her these, and she went on, on her own as Hawkeye for a while. Eventually, as these things always happen, Hawkeye came back from the dead. Dude was killed in the, uh, what was it, Avengers Unfurled or whatever the, whatever the miniseries was where, uh, Wanda the Scarlet Witch goes crazy, uh, Clinton Barton got blown up. Eventually, he came back to life and he had, he had kind of an awkward back and forth with, uh, the new gal Hawkeye who had taken up his place on Earth. At this point, like, at this point he was acting as Ronin. He had, like, this black outfit with, like, yellow on it. And he was even Captain America for a while. And he, he and Hawkeye would kind of bump into each other for a while. And it was always weird. But eventually, he did give her approval. And it went as far as, like, he decided to take her under his wing. At one point... Hawkeye moved into Brooklyn and he bought an apartment building and he was like the apartment building manager and there was all kinds of crime in the neighborhood and he decided he was going to act more like literal street level and take care of some of this crime and he enlisted uh, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop Hawkeye as his associate in this and they had a pretty successful run dude. This was when Matt Fraction was in charge of the comic and it was it was looking pretty hot, the book, and it was selling pretty hot and I think that this is the storylines they're going to take for the for the Disney Plus show that's coming out soon enough. I think it's coming out uh, soon, very soon, right? I think this is the I think this is the storylines they're going to mine for this because the costume she's wearing in it, it's a little reminiscent of the uh, costume she has in the, in, in the Fraction run. I I enjoyed that one quite a bit. I didn't read them when they came out. I have them in a, like a trade paperback collection, but that's that's pretty good stuff. It's a little quirky. It's a little fun. The art is very quirky. Kate Bishop rides around on a uh, on a motor scooter. It has like this 1960s kind of mod look to it. It's pretty it's pretty cool to be honest. I liked it a lot. If they decided to go that way with the art direction of the show, kind of like mod it up, make it look like for some reason they lived in the 60s, I would definitely be down with that. But I'm I'm really looking forward to the show, man. I I really I really am. I think that this is I think this is going to be the beginning of big things for our gal Katie Bishop, honestly. I think that she's already like succeeded as a comic book character. She's been around for a while. She is accepted as Hawkeye now. I know a lot of times when they do these things, it doesn't really catch on. But I feel like I feel like she's accepted as Hawkeye. So I think I think the sky's the limit, man. I think that we're gonna see big things coming from her. Let's jump forward and uh, see what kind of special abilities and training she has. This is gonna be long, dude. We know that she's an archer. She has a bow. She shoots arrows at things and bloodies them up with uh, metal Three, pointy tips. Four, four. Powers and abilities. Like, what can they do and such? Our gal, Kate Bishop, is basically, she's like a human being. She's a person. Like, me and you, like Clint Barton, like any number of people out there, like Batman, like, just like a regular run-of-the-mill person who's trained themselves. But let's, let's see what the guide has to say about specifically, like, what she's up to. She's a skilled athlete. She's very proficient in martial arts, such as, uh, boxing. Jiu-jitsu and other forms of unarmed combat. We talked about that a little bit earlier. It's nice to know she does do the jiu-jits. 
She does do the box El Boxeo. She is a master archer as well as a marksman. Kate is one of the world's greatest archers. I wonder how a, a like, Marvel archer, like a Hawkeye or whatever, how do they compare to, like, an Olympic-level uh, archer? Because even in, like... Even like the Marvel world, archery is still a sport that's in the Olympics. So how do these, how do these like top flight Olympians compare to Hawkeye? I wonder, could Hawkeye win the gold medal? I'm assuming that he can because I've seen him like, I've seen people like shoot bullseyes and then he shoots one and splits that arrow in half. I've never, I've never seen that in the Olympics, but I've never watched Olympic, um archery either. She is an adept swordswoman. She's adapted both fencing and sword fighting. These are two different things. These are sort of like the difference between like, like boxing, like boxing in the ring and like street fighting. Scoring points as opposed to like chopping people's arms off. She can also play the cello, which is nice. Nice to have a hobby to fall back on. She has various weapon skills like swords, bows, arrows, and battle stabs. A lot of battle stabs in the Marvel Universe. Battle stabs as well as like a like bastons, you know, like half sticks. On the on the good old power grid, she has an intelligence rating of three. Her strength is two. Her speed is two. Durability, two. She can project energy at a level of one. I wonder what that is. Probably arrows. I guess there's, you know, some some amount of energy uh, that goes with goes with an arrow flying through the air. And as far as fighting skills, she is a three. So her two biggest abilities are her intelligence and her fighting skills. She also possesses the strength of an average young athletic gal. Now, um, let's take a quick look at her paraphernalia. These are like different things that she has. Kate wields a variety of weapons modeled after the ones that she obtained from the ruins of the Avengers Mansion before returning them to Captain America. We talked about that a bit earlier. She has Hawkeye's bow. This is like literally Hawkeye's bow. The, um, like same one that he wielded in battle against various foes over the years. She has also a ton of trick arrows that were bequeathed to her from Hawkeye. She has his battle stabs. These are the actual factual battle stabs that he that he used when he was fighting, let's say, uh, some Hydra agents. Back in 1989, she has his sword. This is modeled after the Swordsman's sword. The Swordsman is a, a kind of B-list Marvel character. She also has a Kree composite soul bow. This is a vintage Kree weapon that she received from Marvel Boy, who is, he's a Kree dude who is a... Uh, the Krees are like Captain Marvels and stuff, and he is like one of those guys with the various Captain Marvel powers. He's he's an Avenger. I don't know if he is presently. And then she also she also at one time owned the Panaka, which is a magical bow that was created by Shiva. So this is this is the bow of Shiva, and she grabbed this from a warehouse, used it briefly, and uh, had to had to return it. I. I like these, uh, these items that she has. I think she has some real magic items. Hawkeye's bow would definitely be, like, a plus five or six in the, uh, D&D world. That's, that's something amazing to have right there. The battle stabs, that's great, too, because Hawkeye, Clint Barton, is a great hand-to-hand -hand combatant as well as being an archer. And having that is, like, that's dope. And the dude with the sword, the swordsman, was, like, a, um, like a circus performer who was integral in the training of a young, uh, Clint Barton Hawkeye. Him and Trickshot trained him in, uh, archery and sword fighting, respectively. They were also supervillains, which... Which led to, like, a Hawkeye Clint Barton being on the supervillain path for a while before eventually eventually seeing the light and turning it around and becoming an Avenger. So it's kind of neat to think that, like, the sword that she has is uh, kind of linked to linked to the swordsman who is linked to the early origin of uh, Clint Barton. It all ties together. It's cool when comics tie together like that. You know, it's 
it's really neat. You could also maybe someday have the swordsman come back, and he could have like a sword fight against her, and you can you can tie it all together in a nice little bow, and it's all fun and good, and we're all enjoying comics. Because continuity is what makes comics great. Let's let's jump forward into the next section. We're going to see, like, some other media appearances she has. Like, has she been in a cartoon? Has she been on TV? We know that she's going to be. But has she in the past? We'll look at, uh, like, first appearance comics and toys and stuff. Things of that nature. Let's, uh, let's get into that. Other stuff like, what was their first appearance? Is it valuable? Any cool toys or anything like that? Yeah, uh, the comic is valuable, and there are, like, a couple cool toys. She first appeared in Young Avengers number one. That came out in, I don't remember even what year. Let's, let's see, like, 2000 and something. But she first came out in that issue, and that's, that's a pretty significant comic. It's the first appearance of, like, Hulkling and, like, the Patriot and the whole, the whole crew. That's, that's a pricey book. If you wanted to get one now on eBay, it would cost you at least... $225, $225, a more affordable Kate Bishop comic that is, that is pretty cool, is her 2017 Hawkeye number one, it has a nice yellow cover with her in her purple outfit, that one, that one can be had for like $30, $40, these are like ungraded prices, cause your dude doesn't go for those graded comics, it's not really like anything that like, I'm super into, I want to be able to at least like look at them before I um, before I put them away, let's, Let's see, she does have an action figure as well. She has a Marvel Legend. She has two. I think they're actually the same figure. She came in a, uh, in a Toys R Us exclusive, uh, three-pack with her, the Vision, and the Sam Wilson version of Captain America. That can be had on eBay right now for, like, for, like, $70. Did I say $70? Yeah, I guess I did, in fact, say $70 for the three of them. That's... That's not too bad. I'm a little hungry right now. I've been hanging and banging at this for a little while right now. And I'm a little hungry. So the brain, the brain is starting to scatter to and fro. But uh, for the three of them, 70 bucks. I remember when those were in Toys R Us. This was kind of in the waning days. Uh, you would see them at the uh, Marvel Legend area just like day in and day out and day in and day out. But now it's worth a little bit more. The Kate Bishop by herself is like $30. She was also a, uh, a hero click at one time and... You can pick that one up for three or four dollars on the uh, on the online. She's been a few cards, like a few various different Marvel trading cards over the years, and those are those are all a couple dollars. She made a non-speaking cameo appearance in Avengers Ultron Revolution cartoon, and she was also on another uh, Marvel uh, Thunderstrike, something like that, another Marvel cartoon, and she's about to appear on a big Disney Plus show. She's going to be played by Haley Steinfeld, and this is this is going to be a big one, dude. Haley Steinfeld. I apologize. I like Haley Steinfeld. I saw her in a movie called e- Edge of Seventeen that I thought was really good back in the day, and uh, she was in that movie with her in a, in a glee club, in a choir, and they, they do all kinds of mashups. She was in that one. She can sing, she can dance, and soon we're going to see if she can shoot an arrow, and I kind of imagine she can, or at the very least, they'll use some kind of CGI or whatever to uh, to make it appear as if she can. Back, back to her comics really quick. I have personally, I think, two copies, two issues of uh, Young Avengers number one. Check it out. One day I was over at the comic store, Comics for the Win, and I was talking to, I was talking to my dude Chris and my gal Tatiana, who both work there, and I asked them both, like, hey, what are your, what are your favorite super characters? And Chris named somebody from the X-Men, I believe it was Bishop, and then uh, Tatiana said, oh, 
My favorite is Kate Bishop. Oddly enough, they both said Bishop, but they were different characters. But uh, she said Kate Bishop, and I was like, the girl, the girl Hawkeye? And she goes, oh, yeah, man, she is awesome. And she started telling me all about her, and I went home, and I looked up her first appearance, and at the time, it was only like a $10 book. So I bought two, because I was like, well, if she can strike, if she can strike such a chord with somebody uh, who works in the comic book game, who's read a million different comic books over the year, then... Maybe there's something to this. So then she did the Matt Fraction run. Now she's going to be on TV. The book is through the roof, dude. I think they're like right now they're going to be gearing up the uh, Young Avengers for a Marvel movie. Maybe a Marvel TV show. I know not. But all the characters are in place. We talked about this earlier. But you got uh, you got um the two from uh, WandaVision. Then you got the one from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now you got the one in Hawkeye. So they got much the whole team together dude we don't even know who else might appear in Hawkeye maybe we'll see Hulkling maybe we'll see one of these other guys I don't know it's possible anything's possible in the Marvel Universe which is one of the things that makes it fun so there you go guys I think that we've learned about as much as we would want to know going into the beginning of the Disney Plus show I'm really looking forward to this I think that she's a good actor I think that Jeremy Renner's a good actor, and I do always have a lot of fun seeing him be Hawkeye. Hawkeye is really cool. I did a whole episode dedicated to the Hawkeye back in the day. Look through the archives. It's one of the early audio handbooks of the Marvel Universe. You can find it if you uh, just search on uh, Hawkeye on icrobots.com. Just type in Hawkeye to the search bar. You'll find it. I guarantee it. And you'll listen to it, and you'll enjoy it. Then you'll know all about him. And now you know all about her, and you are ready for the show. Let's let's get up out of here. Let's uh, gear down the uh, the computer system, and uh, until we meet again, guys, make mine marvel. This has been I See Robots Radio production. I See Robots Radio is a listener-supported indie If you like what we do, and we make your day a little easier. Please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week. Eat it, bones. For the most authentic Italian dishes such as lasagna, Eat it, bones. spaghetti meatballs, and sausage rolls. Eat, Eat it, bones. To watch the game with friends or enjoy dinner with the family. Lowe's Pizza is conveniently located in West Regal and is ready to serve you with their friendly staff and delectable dishes and lunch specials made fresh daily. Eat at Lowe's.